Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What does a man gain for all his toil under the sun? That verse was from our first reading from the book of Ecclesiastes, and it's one of my favourite verses, one of my favourite books of the Bible. And I like it because it's the antidote, it's the opposite of a false view of Christianity that's very common. A view of Christianity that says that you've got to always pretend that everything's all right, always pretend that everything's okay, that I don't have any problems in my life. Now, in contrast, the book of Ecclesiastes, which is also known as Koheleth or the Preacher, is a book that faces the hard realities of life. It's a book written, you might say, by someone having a bad day and reflecting on everything in the worst possible light imaginable. And in his book, he progressively goes through every aspect of human existence and every single thing he says, this, this also is meaningless, is vanity. So he considers pleasure and he says, well, this isn't enough for life to be about. He considers youth and beauty and says, well, these seem nice, but they fade. Considers money and notes that many people spend their entire life and energy in pursuit of money. And yet the acquiring of money brings as many complications to your life as you hope that it will relieve. Whatever a man builds, he concludes, just turns to dust. And it's all vanity. Now, Quaheleth, in the midst of all his ranting about life and its meaninglessness, he fails to understand what life is about. But he does come to a very precise conclusion that he repeats again and again through the book. And it's this, that at the end, what's left to fear God and keep the commandments. Now, that's not a very cheerful piece of advice, to fear God and keep the commandments. But sometimes it's one of those kind of bottom line things that we need to hold on to, that when life does seem awful and meaninglessness, that we can at least hold on to the fact, well, I must at least fear God and keep the commandments. But there's more to this still. The early fathers of the church, those, that first generation of saints in the church, as they reflected and commented on the scriptures, looked at this book from the Old Testament, and they said, this shows us what life would be like without Christ, that without Christ, everything seems meaningless, everything seems vain. So the problem Koheleth poses is, what does a man gain for all his toil? Well, the answer is laid out as we heard in our second reading from Colossians. And Colossians, in a sense, looked at many of the aspects of human existence kind of in reverse, but also concluded that they were not worthy of man. Fornication and greed and impurity. And what's left? Well, Colossians says, 
You must look to the things of heaven where Christ is. That that's where meaning is to be found. And similarly, in the same vein, in our gospel text, we heard the Lord Jesus give us the parable of the rich fool, pointing out the pointlessness of trying to store up treasure in this world, because when you die, you can't take it with you. That this can't be a meaningful quest. He says, instead, we must seek to store up a different treasure, namely to be rich in the sight of God. And that's a treasure that we take with us when we go. So life isn't meaningless if it's in Christ. And why is that the case? Well, Christ is the one who made everything. Everything was made through him and for him. We are made patterned in his likeness, in his image. And so it's in him that we find the meaning to life. And it's only if we look to the divinity of Christ that we find meaning for all of life's toil and difficulties. Let me spell that out in three kind of pivotal examples, three pivotal aspects of human existence. So first, work. So work was created by the Lord. If we look at the book of Genesis, one of the foundational teachings in the account of the creation is that work was given to Adam and Eve as a gift before it became a thing of suffering. It was a gift to them that they might share in the dignity of the creator in perfecting the creation and making it more beautiful bringing it to an even higher potential. And the Lord Jesus, when he came from heaven to earth and took on human flesh, he gave work and added dignity by doing work himself, that he was a carpenter in Nazareth for 30 years. So that in him, work finds a new dignity. So we work with Christ and we work for Christ and we offer our daily labours to him as a living sacrifice of praise, then the same work that we have to do anyway for earthly lords was then raised to a, a higher end and value and meaning. A second aspect of human existence, sickness and age and pain and discomfort. Well, these, scripture tells us, were not part of God's original plan for humanity, that they only entered creation with original sin and they grow in the world with sin. But because of the incarnation and because of the cross, because the Lord God has taken on our suffering flesh, taken it on in particular on the cross, then all of our suffering and difficulties can be brought to him, united to him, confined with him and for him, a new value, a new meaning. And thirdly, a final aspect of human existence, joy. Well, I started by saying that I like Ecclesiastes because it says 
Basically that life, you don't have to pretend that it's all easy, pretend that it's all joyful. But joy is from God. Joy exists in perfection in God himself, who is eternal happiness in himself. And he's made us to share in his joy. And we share in joy in as much as we love. That a man who is in love is a man who is full of joy. A person who knows that he is loved is a person who knows joy. And as much as we love and love God and know we are loved by God, we have joy in this world. And the deeds we do that are deeds of love are treasure that is laid up for us in heaven. A joy we experience in this world and is promised to us in a perfection in the world to come. So to conclude where I began, with Quahela. Vanity of vanities, the preacher says, all is vanity. Well, so it can seem without Christ. What does a man gain for all his toil under the sun? Well, if he just works for himself, well, ultimately he will gain nothing. And in death, he will have to leave it behind. But if he works for others in love, love of neighbor, love of family, well, hopefully he will gain love back. But if he works for the even higher end, the love of God, which includes our love of neighbor and love of family, then everything will be lifted to that highest end and we will gain a reward that will never end, treasure laid up in heaven.